Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S O. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hey loves, welcome to Mouth Off Radio, the weekly podcast from nastigout.com. This is our season finale and we are going out with a bang, or should I say buzz. I am joined by Venus Libido, and as you can tell by her name, we'll be talking sexuality, inclusivity in sex, and about her own show called Private Parts. So if you're joining us for the first time, first of all, where have you been? But secondly, you are very lucky because there are two sensational seasons for you to catch up on. We'll be back soon for season three, where we'll be joined with more feisty, fierce, unapologetic women. So here she is, Venus Libido. Thanks for having me. No problem. First question, most important question, do you want a drink? Yes. Right, what are we have them? What what's the options? Um what's we this? have a fancy. dark brown liquid, a light brown <laughs> liquid, <laughs> and a medium one. I'm gonna go medium. I yeah, I'm gonna say medium. Okay. Oh, oh is it short? Yes, a shot. Oh, okay, yeah, go on then, let's go for it. Yeah, you yeah. sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to have... Anyone that knows me is I like Some to tequila. Oh, okay. Oh, God, how are you with tequila? Um, I'm not good with spirits in general. Excellent. Um, I might gag, but let's just go for it. Well, it's that kind of show, so here we are. <laughs> it is that kind of show. Do you want... We're going to have a full one. Just not a full one. Not no. a full, we're I'll not going to have no, a full no, no. one, actually. That's a big shot glass. How's Look that? how small I am. That's like a normal size glass. Come on, it's fine. We've got a lot to discuss. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. For good sex. Mouth off. Oh, that's real. Oh. That's real. Everyone. That's really nice, actually. Ooh. So now that we are lubricated, how did you get into illustrating? Because you mm. are multifaceted. You do lots of things. Yeah. But I stumbled across your IG through your illustrations. Yeah. So how did that all start off? Um, I started illustrating at the start of 2017. Um, I'd never really drawn before, I wasn't really good at it, but I just basically came out of a really bad um, mental health state and I just attempted suicide and um, art has always been my way to like release and overcome things when I'm feeling down. Um, and I moved back home with my parents after living in London and I was like, I just can't live in London anymore. I need to go back home. I need to look after my mental health. Mm -hmm. I need to just not work for a little bit. And I was like, I need to create art. But my parents live in a really small house and I grew up 
like making sculptures and doing 3D work. I was like, I can't do this in my parents' house. So my partner was like, oh, why don't you just start drawing and see what happens? So I started drawing. I started drawing really dark stuff about, you know, overdosing, about my mental health, the things I was thinking and feeling. They were really personal things. But I just thought, if I put it out onto the paper, I can better internalise it and I can better understand it for myself. Mm -hmm. Because when you see things in real life compared to them being in your head, it's such a different environment you put yourself in. So I started drawing and I was showing my parents and my partner. And my partner's like, these are amazing. You should post them on Instagram. And my parents were like, you can't post this stuff. People will put you in a mental institution. And I was like, no, I'm going to share them. I'm going to share them. I'm going to make the leap. So I started sharing them on Instagram. And people were like, I feel like this. I'm so glad to be seeing this kind of thing. And this was kind of at the start of when people were starting to talk about mental health more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just went for it and just kind of went from there really and people really enjoyed looking at them and people like can you keep making more can you keep talking about your experiences around mental health or sexual harassment or your body and I was like yeah sure so I started doing it and then my following just kept going up and up so I just kept drawing and drawing amazing and it just went from there really do you remember what your first post was yeah what was that really resonated with people so it was a, my first drawing that kind of blew up was um of a girl in the bathroom going to take an overdose mm -hmm. um it was quite a brutal drawing but that was me on two occasions in my life and it was like the biggest turning point for me was you know turning to medicine as a way of escaping obviously you said your following kind of spiked mm. out of that and yeah. then you moved on from also dealing with mental health but also um feminine image yeah um, so you've got pictures of girls in all kinds of yeah, situations, situations <laughs> which everyone can identify yeah. with and that became like a series in itself. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite drawing that you've done to date? Um, my favourite one, and this is probably the one that I think people like the most as well, is a girl in her bedroom and she's got string attached to her nipples and she's like <laughs> lifting her saggy tits up. I think that's just the best yeah. one. <laughs> I think we can all identify yeah. with that. Just like, just a little bit. If it would, they would yeah. just like. Yeah, we all stand and look. Like yeah, that. we all do that, don't yeah. we, in our bedrooms. So I just thought, do you know what? I was, what inspired me with that drawing was I was watching an advert about um, women getting um, their breasts enlarged. And the way the advert was, I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous. The way they were saying, you'll be so much happier. Your life will be amazing. You'll be so much more beautiful if you get your boobs done. And I just found it so funny that I was like, oh, imagine if you could just tie some string and attach it to its tape, it to tap your, tape your boobs to your back and lift your boobs up that way, that would be so funny. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go draw that now. That's normally like, I always get inspired by adverts for some reason yeah. and how ridiculous they are, like promoting shit to us. I just okay. think it's really funny. That's cool. It's like an, an answer to, to yeah. advertising and like yeah. pressures and ideologies of how exactly. we're meant to look. So that's yeah. kind of cool. So are you self-taught or yeah. did you study art as well? I did sculpture okay. um, for three years, yeah, so I went to university and did that, but I never thought I'd be doing this. No, so it's kind of a bit of a it's, left turn, yeah. but still within the yeah. art world. Yeah. Amazing. How did you find your current style of illustration? I was really inspired by this one artist, actually, who got me my first like couple of thousands of followers because she reposted my work, but her name is um, Celeste Mountjoy. She's called Filthy Ratbag on Instagram and she her drawings are all of mice but like people might like they're people mm -hmm. with mouse heads 
um, and how she is like 60, well she must be 17 now, but she was drawing stuff that was so intelligent for her age. Um, I was just really inspired by her honesty at mm. such a young age and her like style was really funny and comical and I, re I really relate to comedy. Um, so that's kind of where, within my work, it's, it is, I talk about dark topics, but it's, I do it in a way that's funny, so people, it's like a lot more easier to digest for people, I guess. So yeah. I'm really inspired by her. And do you still get a lot of time to draw? Is it no. still something? No. No. Do you know what? It's weird because over the years I've kind of fallen out of love with it a little bit. Okay. I think because like, I just get bored really easily. Like I've had like 10 different jobs in my life because I just, I'm in there and I'm like, and, a year later I'm really bored so I'm kind of I'm trying to like stay focused on it but I don't get to draw as much as I like to now because I do a lot of commission work mm -hmm. so there's I've just really noticed it as well in the last couple of months I looked through my Instagram feed I'm like I haven't actually drawn anything that's for me for a really long time because yeah. I'm so busy doing drawings for companies yeah so yeah I'm just trying to like tap into that and realize that's why people follow me is because they like what I'm drawing yeah so what would you say have you substitute drawing with? Is there any other new outlets that you're working on? Or um, So I've got my show Private Parts, mm -hmm. which is like taking up quite a lot of my time, but I'm enjoying that so much more. So I've yeah. moved into like presenting in the last year, um, which is so weird for me because growing up, I was so shy. Like I didn't speak to anybody. I would be the last one to like talk in the room. And I never thought I could like get in front of a camera and start talking, but yeah, I just, I wanted to make this show and I just did it and it just seemed to work for me and I've been putting all my energy into that and I just love it. Okay, yeah. so that was a nice segue into it. So tell us a little bit more about Private Parts and, and kind of where it stemmed from and yeah. what it's about for our listeners at home. So Private Parts, I just like to say it's an educational comedy sex chat show, um, which is super inclusive. And the idea came about a year ago um, when I started getting really into my sexuality and buying sex toys and doing lots of research online about other people's experiences within sex mm -hmm. and being really interested in um, the Slut Ever show with Vice and Carly and women like that. And I was just like, this is so amazing. Like, this topic really fascinates me. Yeah. But then I noticed that there wasn't a lot of inclusivity in terms of, like knowing about trans people's experience with dating relationships or someone who has gone through cancer, cervical cancer and talking about period sex and I just felt like there was a massive gap in terms of those conversations and I was like why don't I just do it? Yeah. Like I just sat down one day and I thought I, why don't I just do it? Like I might as well do it. Um, so I spoke to um, this sex toy company who I'd done some illustrations for and like told them my ideas and they were like, yep, here's some money, go make it. I was like, no way. What? I did not expect that. <laughs> I thought I'd have to really fight for this. Yeah. But yeah, they gave me the money and I made it and it's just had such an amazing like review. Like it's, I, I'm in love with it. Like it's my baby and it's the first thing I've actually been proud of because not because I've made something that's really inclusive, but I've had so many people message me saying, I've started having a conversation with my parents about sex because of your show, or 
um, I know the right things to ask someone who's trans if I want to go on a date with them now or just little things like that have really made it worthwhile for yeah. me making this show. And it's all the different people that you meet yeah. and stuff like that and having that yeah. outreach which is really cool. So we're obviously talking about sexuality and exploring sexuality mm. through different creative mediums um, and it's obviously the private parts has come out of this. Yeah. Do you think that this is a conversation that should be had on more levels across media. Yeah, definitely. I think for me, and oh, this is kind of what I want to be doing in the future, is I want to be better educating schools on mm -hmm. how they teach sex to young children, um, and maybe even getting into colleges and universities, because I think just the topic around like sex in general is still so old school in some places. Definitely. Um, it's not inclusive, it's not talking about the things that, you know, people then go and seek advice or education in areas that aren't necessarily the right ways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think that there's so much work to be done on it, I guess. Okay. And so I'm assuming because you are an outspoken young lady <laughs> that you've come up against some criticism. Yeah. So what has been the kind of negative feedback that you've received? Do you know what? It's really strange because the kind of the feedback I was getting, I was expecting in terms of like the negative stuff. So most of the time it's just men. <laughs> coming into my DMs and being like, why are you so obsessed with dicks? Why are you so obsessed with sex? Like, are you a slut? And it's just, it's just like, yeah, I'm a slut. Like, there's nothing wrong with that word. And yeah, I like dick. Simple. It's simple as, mate. Like, yeah. Do you like having sex? Yeah, I'm sure you do. Same for women. Yeah, so it's, it's because I'm a woman and, you know, I'm not supposed to enjoy sex or like sex or talk about it openly that, you know, you get a backlash from certain people like, that, yeah. So it's normally the double standard. Yeah. Like, that issue, classic. Um, so we know that you're passionate about promoting inclusivity in sex. Yeah. Can you explain that a little bit more and what that means to you? So you touched yeah. on different types of groups. So yeah. tell us a bit more about that. So I think for me, it's just like including all people from people from all different sexualities, different genders, different backgrounds. And for me, with my show, Private Parts, I just really wanted that to shine through. Um, it, it was kind of a bit selfish on my part in a sense that I had questions I wanted answers to. So a lot of my friends are trans and I was like, I think it's really important to hear your experiences of mm -hmm. relationships and dating. Um, to say like in the future, if I wanted to go on a date with someone who's trans, what are the do's and don'ts? Um, you know, people from the gay community, like where's the safe places you can go to meet other gay people, like the right dating apps. Um, yeah, and people, like, for me, like, even talking about period sex was really exciting because I think that's such a new conversation we're just starting to have. Yeah. Um, and if we can have that conversation and then have that, and then broaden that to having that conversation with our partners, then that's really interesting, a really exciting conversation. Yeah. Especially when it comes to, like, being in the bedroom because a lot of women are so, like, horny when they're on their period. Imagine like your boyfriend or your it's a partner being time. Yeah, <laughs> like being so open to having like period sex. Yeah. That's just really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've seen a lot on social media about that and there is obviously two polar opposite sides. Yeah. But what is amazing or what has amazed me is the amount of men who champion it. Yeah. Like, I don't care. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I know. bro. You do you. <laughs> I like that. I and love it's, it. It's about broadening yeah. that conversation yeah. and just finding out that yeah. you can do these things yeah. and, you know, 
breaking down the yeah, taboos, I guess. Exactly, because as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're enjoying yourself and it's all consensual, like there are so many things in life and when it comes to in the bedroom that we all want to try but we're too scared to bring up because yeah. there is a taboo behind it, whether it's to do with spanking or choking or period sex or, you know, talking to someone saying, I've... I've had cancer, cervical cancer, and can we take it slow? Or just thick, like amazing conversations that could be happening if we all just like broke down those barriers. Yeah. So out of all those things, what do you think the most powerful conversation or revelation that you've had on your show, which yeah. has been the one that's had the most outreach and have really yeah. like touched people? I think on my show, the most amount of like comments or messaging I've had is when it came to my friend Kenny and Charlie, who are both trans. Um, the conversations around how they experience dating and how they experience sex in the bedroom and with partners and what they like and who they're into. Um, I had so many people messaging me saying, I'm so glad you brought this conversation up because I was really intrigued, but I was too embarrassed to ask those those questions. Yeah. Um, so for me, like that was the biggest like obstacle to overcome on the show was having those conversations and creating a safe space where my friends could come and talk about those things and so that that can be passed on. Yeah. So who would you say has been your favourite guest or someone who's had the most fun on your show? Oh gosh. I, I don't think I could pick because they were all amazing. I mean me and Kush had such a laugh. I don't know if you've seen it but the outtakes we just were, we were laughing for like 20 minutes straight and nobody, all the camera crew were like what are you even laughing at? <laughs> I've never met him before but we just clicked and it was so fun. But I don't think I had a favourite, but I think the most special was my live private parts I did with um, singer Ash Nico. Okay. That was just really incredible because it was live and we got, had like a live audience and people were getting involved and she was hilarious. So I think that was probably probably my favourite, but not, I don't have a favourite guest. Yeah, yeah, it's up there, it's up <laughs> yeah. there though. So is there any plans for any more live shows? Yeah, so we're planning season two, which will be another five filmed on set, and then we want to do five touring. So we're okay. going across the country. I'd love to get out of the London bubble and, you know, talk about sex, you know, in other places of the country, not just in London, um, so people can engage more. So, yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. Um, so when we're talking about the idea of exploring sexuality, yeah. we often think that, this relates to the idea about questioning our sexual identity, yeah. but it can mean a lot more than mm -hmm. that. What does the idea of exploring sexuality mean to you? I think, like I said before, it's not just about sex, it's about relationships, it's about having open conversations yourself and breaking down taboos and gaining that confidence to, to say to someone, oh, I really like this, can we try this? I mean, I didn't, I've been in a relationship for a really long time and it's only been in the last like year that I've been comfortable enough to say to my partner, oh, can we actually try this? Um, but that's just because like I've got to a point now where I'm actually really comfortable talking about sex because other, I've seen other people being really comfortable talking about sex. Yeah. Um, so I think like, you know, sexual identity and talking about your sexuality isn't just about like what you like in the bedroom, it's about going on dates with people who you might not necessarily feel like is was acceptable but it is now acceptable to be like, oh, okay, I'm comfortable to talk about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I only just came up to my mum last week that I'm bisexual and I'm nearly 30 years old, but do you know, it's just, yeah. it's just things like that, that I think it's, it's, it's really great. Yeah, yeah. growth. Growth, yeah. <laughs> 
Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. So we at Nasty Girl sell sex toys. I I'm see. not sure if you're yeah. familiar with that. Um, and it has been phenomenal for yeah. us. How are they selling? Are they doing oh, really well? Girl. Really? They are motoring off the shelf, so <laughs> to speak. They are doing so good. And it was kind of... Um, a collaborative idea okay. um, between our design team who had seen that um, one of the leading brands was stocking Sainsbury's. Yeah. Out of all yeah, yeah. places. And the pound shop. They yeah. Pound shop. And we were like, we definitely want a slice of that because yeah. it kind of sums up the nasty girl customer. You know, she's bold, she knows what she wants, and if yeah. she can't get it from someone else, she's going to do it herself. herself yeah. So we reached out to a few brands and it was the response was amazing mm. everyone really wanted to get into that fast fashion um yeah. kind of realm yeah and we were the perfect partner to do yeah. it so we had a few styles go online and we we're like i wonder if they'll sell and yeah. did they sell oh and they've not stopped selling yeah. since so we've had the range like quadruple mm. since yeah. february and um, we're getting ready for christmas gifting and we're planning for valentine's and it's really good to get that yeah those sales coming through and it's nice to see that there's that customer yeah. that's there. Do you know what I think is great about doing it when you're a clothing brand, though, is that the reason why a lot of women don't own sex toys is because they're too embarrassed to order them. So say, like, if you still live at home and you don't want that parcel to come through, because most people know what a sex toy brand's name is, is nowadays. Yeah. I think it's a really good way to introduce that to Definitely. people who want to be able to order them on the download. We offer that discretion. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's been a part of our success. Yeah. And um, we're really excited to work with more brands and stuff like that yeah. and, and get more um, options on the site. Yeah. So do you have any go-tos? What's your, do you have any favorite toys or? Oh my gosh, I've got so many. <laughs> it's not even, I haven't even tried them all, I've got so many. Um, I think that's the best thing about like working within sex is that you just get given so many Samples, toys. Yeah. Um, I think, I've got a couple of favourites actually. Um, so I've just been recently been giving this one from a company called Unbound, mm -hmm. which make the most beautiful toys. And it's a ring and it's a little bullet. I have this sample. Do you have yes, it? Yes, it's we, beautiful. We're talking to them, yeah. Um, but it's so powerful. I didn't think it would be that powerful for, for a ring. That size, yeah. And it's really lovely because you wouldn't know it was a vibrator. Mm -hmm. So I love that at the moment. And one of my favourite brands is called We Vibe, mm -hmm. um, and they have a toy which you basically put in your pants, and then you have a remote control, or you can control it through an app on your phone, and you, so you can do it from anywhere in the world. So say oh, if your partner's wow. in Australia and you're here, he can control it. So me and my partner, we love like going out for dinner and doing that, or he'll, he'll be at work in London and I'll be at home, and he'll be like turning it on while I'm working. That's that my favourite, yeah. yeah. That sounds really good. So, I think this is a good time to delve into my bag of treats yeah. here. Yeah, okay, we've got some, We've got some uh, I always fun love pieces. So, I've just bought a selection of stuff. Okay, and this is from your to, website, yeah? Yeah, so 
some of these are on site and some of them are due to hit site in the next two weeks Ooh, okay. so it'll be pre-christmas which we're really excited about nice. so what have you oh, I'm just going to pile this one first. <laughs> okay, so oh. this one is probably my favourite so far. This is called the uh, Ruby Glow Dust. Nice. Ten settings. <laughs> this is a non-penetrative vibrator. Yeah. And it was a collaborat collaboration between Rocks Off, yeah. um, who are one of our partners, and an erotic writer called Tabitha Rabe. Oh, yeah. And this little device here... I think is probably my favourite that we've had to go to site because it sits within what I like to call inclusive yeah. sex toys. Okay. So, so it's, anyone can use it. Yeah. And what I like to hear. it's a bit more thought thoughtful. So this really interesting shape. Very interesting shape. So it's non-penetrative and basically it's designed that you just sit on it. This is nice. Because mm -hmm. I don't like penetrative toys. I'm more of a clip girl. Right. Um, so I'm really, I really like this. So it has two mounds. Yeah. This is the front and this is the back. Yeah. It has two settings as well, so you can stimulate both areas. Go ahead. You haven't tried this one, have you? You washed it. <laughs> it's fresh out of the box this morning. <laughs> this is nice. And what I like about this is two reasons for, like you said, you and your partner could be miles away. Yeah. You could be on Skype and you yeah. can, your hands are free, but there's other things going on downstairs. But most importantly, when I spoke to the brand, they were saying it's a product for women who may not be able to Sorry, hold I can't turn on it off now. That's right. <laughs> we knew this was going to happen. This is funnier this way. It's kind of like, oh, oh wow. This is nice. Yes, yeah, nice, isn't it? But like if you don't if nice. you can't use your hands, yeah. if you don't if you're not yeah, dexterous. That's, that's another big thing, isn't it? Exactly. So it's more inclusive in that yeah, way, no, which I thought was absolutely is it still going. Off. Okay, it's still going. I think it's No, I think that's that's amazing. There we go. Oh damn it, I turn it back on again. It's off. I really but I like thought, that. I'm going to get nice, one of them. Isn't that mm -hmm. sweet? I thought it was a really nice yeah. toy. And I do like that it's more inclusive, it's well thought yeah. out. And the the kind of tie with like erotic yeah. writing and stuff. So yeah. you can just be reading along and then this yeah. is doing its own little thing. Um, so I really love that. And that's going to be hit in sight really soon. Cool. This and reminds me of, have you watched Grace and Frankie on Netflix? Yes. Like how I they make sex toys for women with arthritis. Yeah, that's kind of like down that. Yeah. You want to get your rocks off no matter yeah. your age, what you you can that's and can't so do. So that's really clever. Like if you're yeah, if you need it and you've got a disability that you exactly. can't use your hands, that's great. Brilliant. Um, and then another thing that we have, um, so not in the toy realm, is mm. um, another partner we have is Hanks. Oh, I love Hanks. So yeah. for anyone that hasn't dialed into our previous episode we had um, mm. one of the founders on oh, okay. in season one and um farah and her friend sarah came up with this brand it's vegan and fair trade rubber mm. and it's condoms made with females in mind so it's not got any of the icky stuff that traditional brands have like anti not antisept um anesthetic yes yeah to help a man last longer. Um, but it's not very good for our inside. So mm. these are completely free of all this. And yeah. I just thought it's a lovely product. And look at this packaging. The, like, the packaging's beautiful. I've used these quite a lot. And what I found with these is like, these are the best in terms of like what you can feel. Yeah. Like there's a lot better, it's a lot better down there for, okay. for women. Well, it comes in a 10 pack, a three pack, yeah. and we've got the singles, which I love. Look at those, yeah. like in your hand. If that falls out your bag. It's like a match. Box, you're just like, oh, so. sorry. Like no yeah, one's gonna know what that know. is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love, I the, I love the designs. They're so, so nice. I'm going to put those there too. And then back into the world of toys. So you kind of touched on this before. Mm. So we have the Rocksoft Duet. So this is another toy for you and a partner. Mm. And it comes in two parts. Oh, okay. So you have the remote. And then you have the egg. I always love the designs of these things. Oh, an egg, okay. And it allows your partner to control this. But then this also vibrates too. Did you, did you know that one? Yeah, <laughs> I did. You look like really I was surprised. like, press the wrong one first, but it's fine. <laughs> so this is vibrating and that also vibrates. So you could be across the room, you could be completely different oh, rooms. Ooh, and okay. both enjoying the sensations, which I thought was really That's sweet. That's really cool, yeah. So a little um, gifting option there. I like that one. For the adventurous couple. I think it's got like 10 settings, different They're pulses. They're really strong, which is they nice. They are strong. I like a strong one. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. A little uh, rose gold design as well. Yeah, I love them. Gorgeous. And then what we have finally is our number one bestseller. Ooh, okay. Bad boy. A little... Little bullet. The little bullet. It's nice. So, nice colour. Gorgeous. Yeah. We find that our customer really likes the rose gold. Yeah. The more feminine touches and finishes <laughs> on them. So this one, I think when I looked, I think we'd sold over 1,500 units so far. Really? On this. I probably shouldn't be putting that info <laughs> out there in the world, but I'm so proud of what we no, do. No, I think it's great. Um, and... It's our entry price point. I think mm. she's on at 14, but with the current promo and Black Friday, blah, 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 yeah. she's down. The really, Black really, Friday really deals are amazing. Yeah. I was looking before so I, I came. So I think you can get one for like less than seven pounds. So good. I mean, yeah. Yes. Um, and this maybe, is the thing, you should always get one that's like not majorly expensive first to see what you like. See what you and like. And then invest, because I made that mistake of like spending loads of money so on my first one and it did nothing for me. And I was like, oh, really should have like, yeah, experimented a no. bit more. Yeah, you need to kind of start with your entries yeah. and then work your way. Because you can spend like two, three hundred dollars, I've seen some brands sell them for. Yes. Uh, I don't think that's necessary. No. I think maybe just try this out, but no. really discreet, nice. Yeah. You could throw that in your underwear drawer. Love it. Easy peasy. And, you know, when it comes in, it comes in a full box with a sleeve over it. So even if your oh, really? nosy sister opens your package, it's not going to be just like, sex toy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yeah, I love this. Do you know I what I love about sex toys at the it. moment? It's like a lot of them don't even look like sex toys. So like on... In my bedroom, all my toys are on the back of my door in like a shoe holder thing. I've seen people do that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I came, my brother came. I've got two brothers, and one of them came in my room the other day and like looked on the back of my door. I was like, I was like, <laughs> do you realise? Do you know what all that is? Because I like we talk about sex yeah. in my house quite a lot. He was like, no. What are they? They like hairbrushes. I was like, there's no hairbrush. <laughs> I was like, no, they're my sex toys. He's like, oh really? And like the other day, I had one on charge, and he picked it up. So what's this? I was like, that's my dildo. I was like, oh, like I just love that they don't look yeah. like sex toys. Yeah, there's well. a lot of brands out there that have really, they sit more in like what they call now femtech. Yeah. So instead of your like your really phallic yeah. um, imagery I and don't shapes, like phallic ones either. No, fuck a phallic shape. <laughs> phallic um, they shape. have like... That needs to be on a t-shirt. Really? Fuck a phallic shape. Valentine, Anti-Valentine's Day, <laughs> yeah. coming soon. Um, 
So yeah, there's like all kinds of wild yeah. and weird shapes. Um, yeah. There's several brands that we've spoken to before and there's one brand um, whose name has completely escaped me, mm. but they have like five products and it's named after fantasies, oh, top really? five fantasies of what females have. So there's like oh, cool. the millionaire, the tennis coach really? and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool. cool. And then when you see the shapes, they're not very traditional. Oh. They're very unusual yeah. and been well thought out yeah. for her pleasure. Oh. So yeah, it doesn't always have to be mm. something like this. It, it can yeah. be weird and wonderful yeah. shapes, very discreet. And yeah. then everyone can kind of find something that they like. Yeah. It's out there, ladies, yeah. it's out there. And this is the best thing about like sex toys not being so phallic looking or in the shape of a, like a penis is because then they're so much more inclusive. Yeah. It's going back to like being inclusive is a lot of the toys that I, brands that I will work with now is I, they have toys that are suitable for everybody's needs, not yeah. just female needs. Um, like Womanizer are amazing for that, like a lot of their toys you can use and WeVibe, a lot of their toys you can use if you have either or, like yeah. it's amazing. So yeah, it's exciting. Yes, exciting so times. we are also um, going to be looking at expanding into other areas, mm. so to speak. So um, I think for the first time we'll be looking at anal teasers and great. stuff and just trying to be less straightforward with what sexuality is yeah. because I guess there is always on those websites that yeah. one page and you're like oh no that's yeah. not for me but it's going to be for someone yeah, exactly. so that's what we want to do at Nassigal and just no taboos no shame yeah. this is what Amazing. we have and you come find it if you like it so yeah. we're great. really excited really excited to mm-hmm. be um in this area completely I'm so glad you're doing it like it's fantastic yes. and even having conversations like this like with your podcast it's, definitely it's a step in the right direction it's amazing. 100%. We love a good old sex talk Yay. here at Nasty Gal. <laughs> nasty by name, nasty by nature. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what we've got. We were, we've had I'm here to show. that one when I leave here Great. Today. It's my favourite. Like, not that I've used it yet. Trust me. I have not used it, I swear to you. <laughs> that's right. But, like, as a brand that I work with a lot, Rocks Off, yeah. this is prob- that was probably the most exciting thing that yeah. they've shown me in a long time. So I was really, really pleased with that. So we've talked about our toys Mm -hmm. and we've talked about the condoms that we have. Safe sex. Um, What other exciting ventures do you have coming up? Um, So recently on my socials, I've been talking about um, my struggles with endometriosis. Um, I don't know if you know what that is, but for people who don't, endometriosis is is when you have a growth on the lining of your womb Mm -hmm. and it can spread onto your other organs. Um, And a lot of women have it and go undiagnosed for many, many years. Um, And it's quite a serious thing. Um, So I'm currently going through that. And I'm talking a lot about it on my social medias and I'm having a lot of of women ask me questions um, about what it is and what other symptoms and what's recovery like, like everything to do with it. Um, So I'm going to be working with a media agency this week actually called Frida. Um, I'm just going to be doing a lot of um, educational content around the whole subject. So that's coming up. Um, Private Parts 2 next year, Um, working on that. Um, I also have a podcast, which is a mental health podcast. Amazing. Which I run with my good friend Natalie. Um, And what's that called? It's called The Loneliness Collaboration. Okay. Um, We did an event last week actually all about loneliness and we had some amazing speakers. 
And yeah, we're just going to plan lots more events for next year, get people together, come and talk about mental health and being lonely, because we are in a loneliness epidemic at the moment. Um, so yeah, those are all the things I'm doing at the you moment. You sound very busy. Yes, I like to be very busy. <laughs> That's good. That's excellent. Well, it all sounds really good. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do the mouth off quick round questions. Okay. Oh God. okay. And I don't do well under pressure, but okay. it's fine. Maybe I need another shot. Do you want another shot? <laughs> oh, hell yeah! <laughs> Let's do Might this. Help. I'm not sure how the questions are going to come out now, but let's do this. Oh, God. I actually really like this. I'm going to go home, buy this, and a dildo. It's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to, it's going to be amazing. I love your little nasty girl stickers. Those Aren't are they cute. cute? Cheers. Mouth off. It's really nice. Are you ready? Yeah. Question number one. Okay. Do you have a lucky number? Three. Don't know why. Just like the shape. Oh. I like that answer, that's great. I don't have any luck, so it hasn't actually brought me any luck. I just like the number yeah. three. Okay, do you believe in aliens? Yes. Obviously. I think they already, they're on planet Earth already. They're walking yeah. among us. What is a social or cultural issue going on in the world at the moment that you think is really important that we need to tackle? Climate change. I mean... The, Obvious Because if we don't tackle that, there is nothing else that we really yeah. need to tackle. It's, just so like why would you not why do you not why would you not give a shit about the world fucking burning up like yeah really making so many changes in my life to try and be a part of it and i just think we can't talk about it enough okay extra question okay. what is the number one change that everyone could make less plastic less like walk where everywhere get a bike yeah. share cars but i think for me like the biggest thing is is the plastic yeah especially you know if you're someone who has periods you can have period pants moon cups um you know go to when you go to the supermarket don't buy vegetables and fruit and plastic because the, the option is there not to have it in plastic it is it's just simple changes that you just have to it is really hard but once you get into a routine it's like going to the gym when you get in the routine of doing it you will constantly be like okay i have to do this and we can change the yeah. world okay if you can only eat and drink one thing for the rest of your life what would it be Ready salted crisps and Prosecco. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Come around yours. Um, okay, what is your favourite get on the dance floor song at the moment? I'm like a proper garage girl. Garage girls, yeah. garage girls. Okay, so, so what's your go-to? I go really to? love like a bit of oxide neutrino. Yeah. <laughs> neutrino. <laughs> Okay, yeah. it's like how old I am. 100,000 people that are like, what did they just say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Okay, Google it. Um, what is the most unusual or even just your favourite place to have sex? Shower. Oh, classic. Yeah. Um, who would you say is your muse? Who is my muse? Choose yourself. I'd, I'd say you, you can be your own muse. Yeah, I'm really obsessed with Meryl Streep. Does oh, that count? Yeah, that's why I'm gonna take that. I'm really obsessed with her. Yeah. Like everything about her I love. She's definitely a nasty gal girl, yeah. isn't she? Um, top tips for staying true to yourself? Be honest, do whatever the fuck you want if it feels right, and don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks about you. Amen. Um, Favourite word and why? I've said it so many times on the show. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> um, on a scale of one to ten, how good are you at keeping secrets? Ten. I'm really good at keeping secrets. Excellent. Apart from with my mum. My mum knows all my secrets. <laughs> yeah. so well, that doesn't really count. Nice. Yeah. Um, if we could get matching tattoos, what would they be? It would probably be an animal. Like I have 
five tattoos and they're all of animals. Okay. So it'd probably be an animal. I'd get a shark tattoo. Would you get a shark tattoo with me? I would get me? a shark tattoo. That's the answer yeah, then. Um, have you ever had a really bad dating app experience? I've never done dating apps. I've been in a relationship for eight years now. Okay. So, yeah, I don't really have an answer that I missed all of that. Like, yeah. I missed it all. I missed it as well, because it wasn't around when I was single, and now yeah. I've been in a re really long relationship, but I've not really experienced. I don't, even If I became single, I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even work, I can just about work Instagram. I wouldn't know how to navigate meeting up with someone from an app. No. No. I can't do technology. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and that was it, actually. Oh, that was quick. They were quick. <laughs> They are the quick round questions. <laughs> um, yeah, that was it. You survived it. How was that? Yeah, it was fun. I, I feel like it. there could have been some cheekier ones in yeah, here. Yeah, there could have been some got, sexier ones. I think because of the yeah, yes. lubrication, <laughs> yeah, you've got through it pretty well. Well, that was it. Thanks for having me. No problem. Really Thank you it. so much for joining us today on Mouth Off Radio. Have Thank you had you. fun? I have, I have. Right, um, just let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Okay, you can find me at Venus Libido on Instagram and everywhere else. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you very much Hi. for joining. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldajanero.com, and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.